0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the city of the Ancients, Atlantis. Good evening everybody. Welcome to a new season of Gatecast. In this episode we are going to be looking at the Season 4, Episode 1 of Stargate Atlantis. The episode title is Adrift. Alan is currently back home in Ireland. He's a bit busy at the moment. So, Brad will be joining me for episode 271. How are you, Brad?
1: Good, Mark. Good.
0: In this cold and dark morning. <laughs> actually, it's probably the best time of the day so far. It's still reasonably bright, and the, the weather is actually warm for once. Yeah. I suspect it'll have torrential downpour tomorrow. <laughs> How dare we have a good weekend. Sunny in England? That can't happen. I know. It, it's just teasing us. Don't worry about it. Yep. <laughs> The rain gods will shower down
1: and laugh manically. My Arrow Watch is progressing slightly. I'm up to episode 13 now. Not bad then. Hmm. Now another TV show is sort of finished. So I can dedicate all my time to. His, um, his secret's starting to get out there to a few people, but...
0: Well, like all superheroes, it'll be uncanny how blind some people are. Oh,
1: yeah. That assassin chickie was best friends with. Oh, yeah. There's no way you can't identify who the person is, even his hood. <laughs> Tell me the lighting's always right, so you can't see the face in the hood. But that's the trope, and that's what you've got to sort of get over before you even start watching this, whether it's blasts on Clark Kent or...
0: If you're going to start complaining about that, you must just not be watching superhero shows or movies. Yeah, so you got to get over him. Yeah. Why don't they recognise him? You do realise he's flying around in tights and a cape. <laughs> and you're quite happy with that. Yeah. Was it Superman Returns, the Brandon Roth one? Yep where the little kid was looking up at him and the picture of Superman and his eyes going between them <laughs> <He's> the <laughs> before someone one. distracted him. <laughs> yeah, Get rid of all the garbage of uh, everyday life and distractions and, and just look at something in a very simple, childlike way.
1: Hmm. How many Stargate actors I've started noticing. You know, oh, Ben Browder, obviously, doing his yeah. mobster thing, which was interesting, but Neity's in the, 80s, the uh, news announcer. Yep. He's taken up bowls of ice and come to Earth and reading the news
0: <laughs> I sat down to watch Supernatural this afternoon and then realised I'd, w- I'd already watched it last Monday oh. because I had the day off so I watched things that I'd normally watch at the weekend Yep. I looked at it and thought oh there's one more episode I thought it was done <laughs> started it I thought I've seen this <laughs> it
1: was done damn deja vu's kicking in Hi this is Kevin Batchelder oh and this is the Saturday B-movie reel saw,
2: shoot it shoot it <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's about describes it, yeah.
2: All right, everybody stay here.
1: We look specifically at the Sci-Fi Channel's original movies. You know the ones. The ones that air on Saturday night. Be
3: Known Throughout the Ages is an instant classic. <laughs>
2: we need a bigger gator! Uh, limb cutting <laughs> yes. and
1: blood squirting from... <laughs> Flying limbs, I from called on the- my notes.
3: <laughs> what could go wrong?
1: We look on a regular basis at the movies as they come out, and since there have been over 200 of them, we do go back and look at many of them that are now out on DVD. Please, no! By this point, I had completely forgotten any semblance of seeing if this actually makes any sense from a plot point of view. So come on by, get involved, and have some fun. Check us out at com. Our future
4: depends on it. Make it safe.
0: Right then, I think we'll jump straight in. One thing about not having Alan around, there's not that much waffle going on. <laughs> no offence to Alan, of course. I need some filler. Do you ingress, Brad? No. Me neither. Okay. (laughs) On to the episode. (laughs) There we go. That's our Ingress talk for Alan's benefit. (laughs) As per usual, we are watching the Region 2 DVD version of the episode, casually ripped from an official DVD, so both Brad and myself can be watching the same thing. Uh, This also applies when we have a guest from America, as of course they use a different video television system. But for our purposes, this episode will be running for about 41 minutes and 46 seconds. You're all set at the black screen and 0000? Zero, 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 zero. I am. Smash in. Simple 3 2 1 countdown. Then, if you're going to be following along with us, uh, just press play when I say click. That simple. You ready then? I am. Okay. 3, 2, 1, click.
1: Pretty space <laughs> shot. <laughs>
0: yeah, the Apollo Alice. Colonel Ellis. He made a rather dramatic entrance in the season finale. I'm pretty sure that's still stock footage by now. <laughs> Yeah, probably is. (laughs) yes. At this point, everything was going so well. Mm. They did not know what's going to hit them.
3: No matter where we try to hide on this planet, the replicator satellite will be able to track us.
0: And here it is. Yep, love that thing.
4: Yep. (laughs) Gives us some more shield time. The water has no effect. It's having an effect, but just nowhere near we want it.
0: Yeah. Again, they kept coming up with some great ideas to solve all the problems they were having. Yep. They didn't know it was a season finale. Would be good if if your day calendar said season finale, so you knew something bad was going to happen near the end of the day.
4: (laughs) The hyperdrive just shut down. We are lost. We dropped out of hyperspace way too soon. I have no idea where we are.
0: The city floating through space, no star drive, although it's probably doing 50,000 miles a second or something. Yeah.
3: She's unresponsive and her pupils are sluggish. I need you to prep the OR and have the scanner ready when we get
0: there. Right, there's Tori Higginson, which is probably one of the easiest roles of her career. And <laughs> do <laughs> down, play dead. <laughs> yeah, the sort of job you want. Especially considering it's just after you've been let go. And what bios they use. Turn some lights off to save power. <laughs> yeah, those consoles must use a hell of a lot of energy to actually light the keys. Yeah.
4: Slowly booting up right now. Can we contact the Apollo? Not yet, no. Why not? The subspace communications are down. Don't worry, i got Chuck working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> bark, ball. Well, maybe you should be working on it. You've got bigger fish to fry.
3: What could be more important than contact with the Apollo?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life support. <laughs> you feel sorry for Rodney here. His character is the do-everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, he is the most talented and... Oh, that looks nasty, do not oh.
4: <laughs> it? <laughs> Make sure you're pulling it out. It's not going to cause him any more damage. Pull it out. Yeah,
0: yeah, Just pull I it out. It here, it. Pull it out.
4: If you want to pull it out, go ahead. But I'm not- Are you crazy?
0: Come on, Doctor. <laughs> That's a pretty thick bit of glass, too. Look at that. Keller's along for the ride.
1: Yeah, how much of that glass is actually in his chest? Yeah. grimmish at least. Yeah, it looks like a nail pushing out the back. <laughs> now, would she get paid if she doesn't have a speaking role? She does speak. Oh, OK.
3: Clear?
0: See, that's acting. <laughs> we learnt through one of the commentaries that whenever an actor, even an extra, gets direction, they are classed as an actor and not as an extra.
2: OK. It's in the conduits.
4: Uh-oh. It looks like several of the main conduits were affected by the brush with the beam. Alright, that means we'll need to. Uh... Yes, yes, yes. You, you should get the. Yeah, I will, as soon as I've shut down all of the. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, uh, I will do the same thing. Wait, wait, wait. What's going on here? Second...
0: <laughs> the commentary for this episode was Martin Guerrero and Martin Wood, and they both said they are like this on the set. Yep. They've worked with, with each other enough to know that they can have half unfinished sentences. What's going on?
1: Oh, that's right.
4: Long story short, there are a bunch of systems on right now that don't need to be. And given our current situation, they are draining the life out of the city. Can you not just shut them off? Yeah, just wait. Uh Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like that monitor. Switch it off. Mm. I owned a television once for years. I didn't realise there were an on-off button on the television itself. Oh, I just always used a remote. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was amazed when someone came up and just switched the
1: TV off on the front face and I thought, what, what do you just do there? I'm in control of my remote. <laughs> no, the uh, ancients in all their wisdom they didn't realise that having a simple switch on the wall to turn light on and off. <laughs> Definitely not looking good for Elizabeth. We need a computer interface face to do everything.
0: Yes, the nurse, Maria, played by Linda Coe. She's been in Fringe, Smallville, Cold Quad Sliders.
3: That's not good. The brain is swelling quite seriously. I would explain the sluggish pupils. Yeah, among other things. Get rid of monopane. 30 milligrams Q4H and keep an eye on her blood pressure.
0: Nope, doesn't look good at all.
4: Nothing. Well, the control grid's all out of whack. I can't shut the systems down from here. We're...
0: Oh, what's use of a control room if you can't switch stuff off? Yeah, come on.
4: You would rather not try? Okay, you're right, you're right. Uh, Zelenka, we need to deploy some teams.
0: This is pretty hectic. They're jumping back and forth between mm. the control room and the
2: infirmary. Loosener. Sending some of my men with your guys
4: in case you need help. Your UK is under five minutes. Does that give us enough time? I don't know. What little power we had left is almost gone. We'd be lucky if we could make it through the night.
0: This is probably a bit awkward for John as well. I mean, he is in charge of the military contingent, but right at this moment, he is de facto leader of the expedition.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's been thrust and has no idea what's going on. And
0: And Rodney's not going to take any time to actually stop and tell him. Yeah. Quite understandable, really. Rodney hasn't got time to explain things to him. He's just got to get things done. Mm. Okay, then. Adrift, Stargate Atlanta Season 4, Episode 1. Gatecast, Episode 271. This episode was written by Martin Gero and directed by Martin Wood. At its US premiere, September the 28th, 2007. We got it in the UK October the 9th. Sweden got it December the 28th. Germany got it February the sixteenth, two thousand eight. Japan October the seventh, two thousand nine, and Australia November the fifth. <laughs> Blimey, me, that was a long wait. Oh, just bought a DVD. Shows with episodes of the same name: Regenesis, Lost, Torchwood, Doctors, X Men Evolution, and Tide Waters.
1: And we're back. The snow globe.
0: Yeah. See, that's nice when you actually see a shield on a well. Let's call it a spaceship. Yeah. Normally they're invisible, you can't see them until they're actually hit by something.
1: Yep, which is odd because you'd think they are constantly being hit by radiation or micro asteroids or whatever else, so there should be something yeah. shining and shining. Well, that's probably it. It's easier to have the shield on all the time so you can see it,
0: or say, it's there, honest, yeah. just not bother showing it. Well, yet. CG budget. Well, to be fair, Star Trek, they have the navigation deflectors which actually move all debris away from the ship, so <laughs> there you go.
1: Uh.
4: As we were leaving Lantio, we got grazed by the uh, replicator satellite beam, right? It impacted the side of the tower, and from what we can tell, it wreaked havoc on a number of power conduits. So we were out to the power then? Yeah, it's not so easy. Look.
0: Oh, look at that. John may have been in the chair room, but he's totally uninjured. That was the place to be. Yeah. Not in front of the big stained glass windows.
4: So parts of the city don't have power. No, 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 the conduits weren't severed, they were damaged.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is where John starts to get a little bit exasperated with Rodney. Okay. So you pump water through them,
4: they leak, right? Don't dumb this down anymore, you're going to get hit.
2: All
1: right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They said in the commentary they wanted to give uh, season four a major arc. Obviously, uh, we're going to see the rise and fall of the replicators, and they also had to deal with Taylor. Uh, Rachel, of course, was pregnant, as we knew, so that was factored into the story. That ties in with Michael. And Joe Melosi and Paul Mulley took over as full-time showrunners for the series as well. So some pretty major changes. Mm-hmm. That's even before losing Tori as a lead actress.
4: If we can get those non-essential systems shut down, then the ZPM will need to pump less power through the leaky pipes and we'll be able to put off imminent death for another hour or so.
0: Wasn't decided that she was leaving until after First Strike was produced. And they said they were toying with the idea of having Sam Carter coming over. Made sense, she'd been on Atlantis before. Yep. And she had the military and civilian credentials. She was respected by the IOA. I'm not personally sure it worked.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: It's going to collapse the shield. It's trying to save power. We've got guys out there.
2: Matthews, fall back to the tower immediately. I
4: don't think we're done, sir. City shield's collapsing.
2: Move. You heard the man. Go!
0: (laughs) Run. Oh, poor Matthews. Sure Madsen doesn't last long. They were very disappointed with this scene the practical floaty effects they didn't think worked very well Uh, so it's actually got shortened a lot and a lot of effects have been replaced by just simple graphic playback all these scenes are from Hot Zone if you recall when the city went into quarantine yep this practical and CGI sequence doesn't actually look too bad but it goes on for a bit we've got the point
4: we're almost there
0: keep running yeah. <laughs> faster lads faster
2: we're going to lose those guys okay. think you do to realise that the gravity just shut down
0: of course even if there was a transporter station there they didn't, wouldn't have the power
1: yeah oh well vacuum <laughs> yeah we didn't know them for long, did we of course they're terminated <laughs> couldn't they just say missing unreadable Atlantis may be full of wonders
0: but they all rely on having energy to power them hmm It always comes down to energy generation. Okay, cheer up, guys. That's three people left to breathe the atmosphere. Silver lining.
1: Oh, we've seen that before.
0: Midway, with its skin. Yeah. Last time we saw it, it was just outer girders and basic gates. This shot, this is beautiful, this is. Yeah. Imagine. (laughs) Just looking at the Milky Way galaxy from, I don't know, a million light years away. Mm, from the void. There's our home. One of those dots there somewhere. A yeah. cluster of dots. And here she is Colonel Sam Carter. Out in the field. Nobody else actually do this job. Mm. And Dr. Lee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be a painful few weeks. <laughs> yes.
0: Marine weightless conditions, but Sam's hair doesn't move. <laughs>
3: getting the same data rate inconsistencies off these flash drives?
0: They said it was great with Colonel Ellis, you know, bald head, of course. Yeah. Don't have to worry about weightless effects. <laughs> oh, dear.
4: Oh, sorry. Oh. oh, boy. It's this damn weightlessness.
3: You know, maybe you should gate back to Earth. I can get somebody else to help me bring the station online.
4: No, no, I'll, I'll be fine
2: as soon as I can figure out how to get the gravity back on. Uh...
0: Even Bill Dowell wanted to know why he kept having to hit his head on the pipes above, pointing out that it may be weightless, but when you push down, you're going to go up.
1: This is Colonel Abe Ellis, commander of the Apollo Midway Station. Please respond.
3: Colonel Ellis, this is Colonel Samantha Carter. I am on the Midway Station. How did the mission go?
2: As far as we can tell, Atlantis successfully evaded the replicator's beam and was able to enter hyperspace.
3: From what you can tell?
2: Well, they're not at the predetermined rendezvous point.
0: We may have misplaced it. Yep. I'm not saying we've lost it, we're just not quite sure where it is at the moment. Just in case anybody was actually asking yeah. that question. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> she's smarter than that. Yeah. Beat the Gate World Forum for the punch. Mm.
2: Probably not. I'll head back, dial you again in an hour, sooner if I hear from them.
4: Sounds good. Apollo
0: out. Oh, you can see the shield's a bit smaller. Yeah, it is getting smaller.
4: Hey, you should be in bed.
0: <laughs> has, he, has he finally got the glass out? Good. The Doctor is in Narula. He's been in V, Eureka, and was also recently in Rise of the plants of the Apes.
1: Ah, yep.
4: More than our head can handle. If it doesn't stop, they're going to have to perform a decompressive craniectomy.
0: He did date a nurse. He might actually understand this, even though he doesn't give you that much feedback facially. No. You just want to keep talking. Trying to make him smile. Don't hit me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Elizabeth, you do not look good.
4: Any word on how she's doing? She's still in the OR. No real news yet. Listen, I think we should collapse the shield right to the tower. It'll leave us completely exposed to space. Yes, it will, but our power is spread so thin right now, I don't have any extra juice to come up with the solutions to the hundred or so problems that could lead to our premature demise today. Check with Zelenka. Make sure all the science teams are accounted for. Already done. We're ready. All right.
2: Do what you need to do. Okay. Here we go.
0: Most of the city, John. Not us, though. Yeah. That's the important bit. Controlled reduction is better than the, the city deciding to do it itself. Yeah.
3: The calcium channel blockers aren't having much effect. What's her intracranial pressure? 35. Can't let her get to 40.
1: Yeah, because it, uh, it might just get to the stage where, no, nah, I'm just going to turn the shield fall together. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The computer doesn't care. I'm all right. Which is odd, because if the shield emitters are out on the end of each pier, how is it? Questions, questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you would think there was a, a
0: uniform spread of the emitters on the, the outskirts and mm. projecting it above, but obviously. It's a lot more complicated than that.
1: Yeah, we're just going to put a shield around this one little area and not the whole city. <laughs>
0: The young woman who they got to shave the hair off. The hair and the actual act was for a cancer charity. Uh, it wasn't Tory. No, it wasn't Tory. <laughs> and they also had a brain surgeon in the studio that day who was actually talking... I am going to say Jennifer, obviously. <laughs> it's not Jennifer. <laughs> Jewel, uh, through what movement she had to make.
3: 29.
1: Hopefully we'll get an under 25.
0: Miki See, the only thing is there, uh, saw in the background the big piece of skull being lifted off. But nothing in her forceps. Oh, oh, no. they went to all that trouble. Broom guy. Big sweeps, come on. Yeah. What else have you got to do? <laughs> He's making that job last. Yeah. He's not going to be sent to an outer pylon where he gets, <laughs> you know... power time.
4: Can we use the sublights to slow down? Well, it'd be great if they were working, but sublight and navigation are out.
0: Funnily enough, this looks a lot smaller than it used to. I don't know if it's a glass in front of it. It looks more like an auxiliary control station. Hmm. Normally, you know, the camera's a bit further behind. You get a much wider vista, and it looks huge. I wonder if they've kept it a lot narrower so uh, you don't have to worry about off the set being blown up. Yeah, doing the camera pan from outside too.
4: Landing and shutting down and such, but uh, we can definitely patch them up. Look, Zlenka and his team are working as fast as they possibly can. problem is we're still leaking a lot of power. Even with all our reductions? I'm afraid so, yes.
0: Look. He asked for a very simple graphic. Red and green, no mistakes, nothing fancy... We and a line. <laughs> yeah, so you could see that from anywhere in the set, and you'd know exactly what the power reserves were.
4: Thirty hours before the shields fail, and we all die in a vacuum of space.
0: Well, that's a bit of a diner, isn't it? And come on, John, bit more expression, please. Although I'm criticizing John, it's you, Joe. It's you.
2: You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I got all the glass out.
0: All the glass? <laughs> yeah, it was one big piece.
2: All right. Well, I'm good to go. <laughs>
0: No Javen Ronan's head. No. She's dead, Jim. Uh oh, this looks a bit ominous. Is
2: she okay?
3: She's alive, but she's in bad shape. She's got six broken ribs, one of which punctured a lung. Amazingly, she doesn't have any spinal damage, but her head got knocked around pretty good.
0: How? <laughs> Do you need Freemon? I know it's privacy. Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, he does deserve a report from his chief medical officer, but he doesn't need to see this. There's some privacy required.
1: Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure there's a window in the observation room looking down. He could be there. <laughs> Actually looking at her and not a, one of us. Although she's probably not on set, so that would be why, but... She'll
3: never be the same Elizabeth again.
1: Well, come on, let's be
0: honest. She's not the same Elizabeth that we started with. She's not blonde.
3: I'm sorry. i got to get some things and get back in there. We're understaffed. Most of our team's...
0: On the Apollo. Is he well enough? Yeah, he's trying to. To be honest, there always has been a good relationship between John and Elizabeth. Mm. Although, if Carlson was still around, he'd probably want to inject her with the neuritis virus, just for that hell on it. <laughs> Let's see what it does. Yeah, let it fix it and we'll try and reverse it later. Now, this is pretty much underlying. Elizabeth, for all intents and purposes, is out of the story at this stage. Mm. No ifs, no buts.
4: Jump into hyperspace and meet up with the Apollo. Well, that's
0: fantastic. (laughs) Well done, Raddick. He's probably the most reliable physicist-scientist they've got. Well, that's it. He hasn't got the floor of gloating
1: like Rodney does. Dr. McKay, please report to the control room immediately. (laughs) Oh, dear. That lasted, what, like
4: a second?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No rest for the wicked Rodney. You're
2: going to want to look at this.
0: This? I mean, it annoyed me first time around. You're in the middle of nowhere and you come across an instructor. Yeah, shouldn't I be
1: orbiting something?
0: (laughs) Yeah, without the remnants of a solar system, I don't know if it's been confirmed there are rogue planets, but the theory is that there can be rogue planets thrown out of a system by black holes or, you know, such things. But for an asteroid field, there's, it's got to be debris from
1: something. Well, that's it. I know I know. That we've got a fairly big one just outside of our solar system, but I don't know if there was a planet there once or what. what's that about. Yeah, it just seems
0: odd. <laughs> that's explained by basically the debris that wasn't swept up when the planets formed.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just like that big trash pile in the middle of the ocean. Just all the currents going there, and so to speak. To... Wouldn't it be funny
0: though if this could have been the remnants of that planet Rodney blew up? <laughs> <laughs> I recognise the coordinates. Yes, we've <laughs> been to this solar system before. Base is three-dimensional, and this this yeah. asteroid field is very tightly controlled. Yes. Very tightly
4: defined.
2: How many people on the base have the ancient gene?
4: Twenty or so. Look, no, 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 no. That is a bad idea. You have a better idea? Yes.
2: This scene is
0: filmed by Andy Makita. Uh, Martin Wood was off set this day filming, I think he said Continuum. Or Ark Truth, one of them either. But the idea was Asteroids, the movie. Yeah. A
1: little bit better graphics than the old 8-bit. the
2: shield because we don't have enough power. If we don't clear a path through the city, it'll get ripped apart. So, we're going to take every last jumper we have. We're going to clear a path through the belt by firing our drones.
0: Well, it wasn't that long ago, I don't know if it was a spoof or not, that someone mentioned that they were actually looking at the idea of making an Asteroids movie. Well, that'd be pixels
1: now, wouldn't it? Can't dedicate the money to do a full one, we'll just do a part of it. <laughs> Along with every other video game.
4: Yes, look, about that, actually, I... Look! I know it's dangerous.
2: I know a lot of you haven't logged a lot of hours in these things, but right now, it's the only viable option we have, or, um... Or die.
1: I said, they haven't got power. Can they just use a little bit just to halt? You fire the start of the, the engines and just stop.
0: You don't need much reaction thrust, do you, to actually move the city in 10 feet a second upwards?
1: Yeah. Couldn't all the jumpers actually just bump it a bit? Well, that was the other thing. Get them all around the front and nudge it and push it back. Yeah, because the shield isn't
0: up. Yeah. So you could literally just hover underneath the shield. Everybody up we go. Yep.
2: Stay in your designated positions. Take out anything that's in your path. A full load of drones, so Emma shouldn't be a problem.
4: It's like the old video game Asteroid.
2: Whatever works for you.
4: I was terrible at Asteroid. I they actually scored zero once.
2: There's only one way to go, and that's up.
0: And I'll give them credit. Right. They went to town with this. That's they made good. a point saying that when they did the yearly meeting, what can we improve on the show? The idea of the three D explosions. That's what they wanted to improve. Yep. And this is the first instance where you get real three D explosions as opposed to two D matted onto the 3D CGI. And it looks fantastic. Unfortunately, to me anyway, it looks like the jumpers needed two or three more passes to get the texturing a bit deeper. Mm. I could be being too picky because this is a pretty big sequence they're going to do.
1: Yep. That's <laughs> not going clear big enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this would be ideal for somebody in the chair to do. Yeah. Because they're not relying on visual targeting because that's what they're doing. They're not looking at the sensors or anything really.
1: Deal. They're just using the drones, visualising through the drones and sending them up.
0: Yeah. This is probably, for how good it looks, it is probably the weakest part of the episode.
2: Nice shooting, people. There's too many of them. They're coming
4: in too fast. We're not going to get them all. I double up, fire four piece. Control four drones at the same time?
0: And the they trick. even said it themselves. They should have killed somebody. Well, all that debris. Yeah. And they pointed out the fact that a lot of these pilots have never flown a jumper for real before. Yeah. Somebody should have died. Especially there. I mean, look at this formation. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and when they split like that, someone should have... Can you remember when Carson started flying
1: one of these things? Yeah. <laughs> it was a death trap. He would have been flying it upside down. Have
3: they destroyed enough asteroids to clear a path?
2: About to find out.
1: Now
0: that's a man who takes a practical view of life. Whatever happens is going to happen. Nothing he can do about it.
2: On my mark, you Bolton, and Levine are going to break formation and head back to the city. Take out anything that
4: we missed. Oh, that sounds important. Maybe someone else should uh... break.
0: You know, that is the best way to deal with McKay. Don't give him time to argue. Just get him to do it. More often than not, it works out okay.
4: McKay. have a big one on your left. I see it.
0: In that case, Rodney, you better go and see a doctor. (laughs) Go on, Rodney. Go get it. wasting two drones on it <laughs> Woo. okay
1: rodney the man
2: what was that smaller pieces getting through
1: nice little reflection of it too <laughs> i think some's getting through they're not getting vaporized they're only getting blown into the smaller bits
2: is confined to the outer edge of the city well, let's hope it stays that way.
0: imagine when the replicators had their hands on the city they could repair anything but nothing on the city can be repaired by the expedition We've got the technology to emulate what the ancients built. And with glass. We're seeing a lot of the systems tech. It was played by Yi Ji So, Hong Kong-born actor. He's been in Highlander, 400, Motive and recently Arrow. nice see a Chinese flag on one of the expedition members.
3: That's it. We made it.
0: And they were pleased with this effect. Yep. A mixture of CGI and the actual jumper props. So they actually got two jumpers into the set. When you actually watch this scene, it does look like the jumper bay is huge. It takes time for John to walk from one jumper to the other.
4: I can't believe that actually worked. That was amazing. You did good, Rodney. Hey, so Zelenka and his team should have the condos repaired by now, so I think we're finally out of the woods. Colonel Shepard, Dr. McKay, please report to the control room immediately. Oh, come on!
0: You did it again, Rodney. <laughs> you and your <laughs> big math. What the
2: hell happened? hyperdrive is offline.
0: Oh, of course it is.
1: It was, you, <laughs> you won't be doing that again, will you, Rudy? No, we'll just try to keep quiet.
2: I can't jump until we fix
4: it. I told you I was no good at asteroids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's picked up speed somehow. It does look like it,
4: doesn't it? Damaged conduits are on the outer edge of the city, which sadly is outside of the protection of the shield. We can use the transporters to get us very close, but it will still require a spacewalk. That shouldn't be too bad. (laughs) There'll be a breeze, with the exception of the micro-asteroids. What?
0: Someone did question exactly what orientation the city should have came out of the hyperdrive. Yeah. It went in pointing upwards and came out flying sideways. Yep. Yeah. Okay, if they were near the asteroid field, I'd imagine there would be plenty of small rocks about. But they're moving pretty fast through the void now.
4: That's it, huh? Hey, if the patch job we did in the conduits hadn't slowed down the power loss, we'd have hit the deadline already.
0: In other words, if it wasn't for McKay, you would all be dead already. You can do this. Uh, spacesuits. Their own spacesuits as well. Right. Go like it. be brave. Draw. Believe me, this won't be uh, the most dangerous thing you do this season.
2: Mm.
4: McKay, hmm. I've been trying to reach you. Well, you know, trying to save the city and whatnot. Like, how's Elizabeth? That's what I
3: want to talk to you about. She's really bad. In fact, she's so far gone, I don't think there's anything my team and I can do to heal her.
0: Okay, oh, Okay. Debbie Downer. Yep.
3: I've exhausted every medical possibility I can think of, and none of it's worked.
0: Okay, what are you telling me for? <laughs> Why are you ruining my day? Yeah. <laughs> are you telling me so
1: I have to buy flowers? Damn it, I'm not a medical doctor.
4: See those? What are they?
3: Remember when Dr. Weir was attacked by that replicator and he infected her?
0: Shouldn't Rodney recognise them? Yeah. <laughs> His signature is probably on the report. Well,
1: she got up to speed with all the reports, knowing that they're there.
0: Yeah, it seems like what
4: they do. Mm. You want to what? Reactivate Weir's nanites. That is a terrible, terrible idea. What?
0: Well, this isn't really the time. And it's interesting to point it out that this leads up to the one time when John and Rodney really did have a shouting match. Despite their very different personalities, they've been firm friends Mm. and compatriots for the first three years of the show. It's interesting that the first time when John is in command, he loses it with Rodney, or the characters do clash. Makes you realise how much of a buffer Elizabeth was at times.
4: Look, I said I can reprogram them to be completely harmless.
2: I am not having this conversation until you're sure.
0: The children are arguing, Elizabeth. Yeah.
2: (laughs) As much as anyone. She wouldn't
0: want us risking the city, not even for her. Somebody a little more cynical would imagine that John has secretly been holding the grudge against Elizabeth for being in command of Atlantis and always thought he should be in charge. And this is his time to seize command. Yeah, let's hope so. Oh, that transporter's working. They've got power for that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we'll turn this one on. Ah, that's greedy.
0: And you've got the jumper... Underneath the station Lifeboat Yes, yeah, so that does come in handy In a future episode They made the point That's why it's there Yeah They were thinking that far ahead It just makes you wonder You go, well The Stargates are actually Inside
1: Midway, aren't they? Yeah <laughs> It was never oh, I suppose I didn't have time To submit it to the IA For approval We didn't tell them yeah.
3: I think it's more likely That they jumped out of Hyperspace too soon They were only flying With one ZPM Maybe McKay Underestimated the power requirements
4: McKay <laughs> Either way, I know how to find them.
3: Really? Yeah.
4: We do an AGB, an all-gates bulletin. It's like an all-points bulletin, only with Stargates. Oh, come on. No, no, really. We'll create a program, we'll dial all the gates in the Pegasus galaxy at once, and then we'll try to establish radio contact with Atlantis.
3: But the Atlantis gate is off the grid.
4: Right. But if they're close to another gate... Then
3: they would have contacted us by now.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Aw, you feel sorry
0: for Dr. Lee at times. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. ooh, that were a bit titchy wanted. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
4: trying, I'm, trying, I'm generating ideas here. I'm just... Sorry.
0: <laughs> yes, Colonel. Remember, Doctor. Colonel.
2: I'm actually surprised. The damage in this area seems to be quite minimal.
0: Yes, this is the, the money shot to show exactly how bad Atlantis is damaged.
1: Which we never see
0: damaged again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh my.
0: That's a,
1: that's a big hole.
0: Yeah. Whoever missed that bit of rock. Fail and that's it that, that can never be repaired no it's basically going to be sealed off and that's the end of it the wonders that probably were held in that tower yeah that they never explored
2: yep <laughs> let me guess the array is over there I'm afraid so
1: okay then all those labs gone. great in space
0: no jump it's too big a jump Whoa. Oh.
2: What the hell was that? It's a micro asteroid. Mm, right.
0: And that was a combination of practical and visual effects.
2: Looks like we're going to have to jump. But I can't jump 100 feet. Hey, we're in space, remember? It's not that far a distance.
0: Very simple effect, but look mm. incredible. You know, those little pieces of rock were moving. And let's not worry about the sound effect.
1: Yeah.
2: Dan, I'm going to demagnetize your boots i'm gonna throw you wait what what then i'm gonna demag my boots before the tether catches your inertia should pull both of us over the hall and onto the hallway it'll be a cinch but but, but what if you miss You're just gonna have to trust me doc trust me as far as i can throw you actually
0: and martin made a point of proving that this would work in real life the physics was
1: sound Looks ridiculous. Well, you need to assume that they're going to be travelling with the city as he gets thrown and not throw out and drift away. Well,
0: yeah, you know, we've seen that in real life when somebody does a spacewalk. I'll throw you, and then I'll
1: unhook my boot and you'll pull me across. Well, we should be able to just run and jump. Well, not run, but walk and jump off anyway.
0: Yes, and this is... I mean, it's all in a computer, and we know it is, but it, it looks pretty good. It does.
2: That was was unbelievable. Let's get to work. All right.
0: Yeah, that was fortunate. I was going to say, is that hooked? It have floated another couple of inches away.
1: It's not hooked in it. That's why I invented Velcro. The Velcro those things onto your back. Yeah. Or oh, your arm. A piece of string would work as well. Yep.
4: Have you found a way to reactivate the nanites safely? Short story yes, long story no.
0: Come on, you can work it out, Rodney because they've made a point of underlining the fact that Elizabeth is never going to get better. Even if she survives, there's too much brain damage. Yeah.
4: By replacing her damaged cells with replicated nanites, which means the moment I tell them to turn inert again... Those cells
3: would stop functioning and she'd die.
4: Yeah. The good news is I've been able to program them in such a way that they would never harm her, I'm I'm sure of that. Plus, I've I've shut down their ability to contact the replicators via subspace, so both she and we would be safe, but... uh,
0: I imagine that if this was in a hospital on Earth, they probably wouldn't be doing this at all.
4: There's a slight possibility I might be able to make them help repair her organic cells and then shut down when they're done, but uh, I need more time.
0: It'd be too experimental. She might even have probably some sort of DNR.
2: I'm sorry, it's taking longer than I expected. These gloves are making the work so much slower.
0: <laughs> Whoa! That was I was getting closer. Rodney, is that you? I'm trying to give him a bit of extra pressure.
2: Still got four minutes before the energy dips too low and we can't make the jump. So, no pressure then. <coughs>
1: oh. Oh, 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 oh. That was a little one.
0: Yeah, bit of CGI blood. Ooh, gooey. I tell you though, if the ancients came back to Atlantis, they'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> no security deposit back now. Nah.
1: Ronan walking around with his, with his little drip mm. I suppose too if they weren't dealing with other issues at the moment I suppose I'd be probably considering pulling the plug and i taken in you know she's not going to get any better I'm Ronan
0: or Elizabeth no I'm
1: Elizabeth <laughs> he's
0: too fit yeah. sorry Ronan you're not going to make it he'd be probably pulling the plug out himself I don't need all this life support yeah I'm alright I, yeah. I just wanted to um... it's an interesting choice to have Ronan do the only real goodbye that we get from the main cast mm. It was Elizabeth who kind of held out the olive branch when he first arrived, you know, gave him a, a real choice.
1: Well, the same, as you said before, the relation between her and John. Like, she gave him the chance back in rising. She wanted him on the team, and no one else wanted to put trust in him because of his past. A man of few words,
0: but from the heart. Thank you, Dr. Weir. Uh,
1: what I do? Nothing, it wasn't you, but you need to leave. Hang another bag of manatol. Pull <laughs> your gun out, stutter. That you can do.
2: You've been hit by a micro asteroid, does not hurt? It doesn't. You're in shock.
1: I wonder if these
0: suits self heal.
2: There's a hole in my suit. It's okay, I've dialed up control to create positive pressure. I'm calling a jumper, I gotta get you to war. We can't leave yet. I have to finish the repairs. Just tell me what to do. It's too complicated.
1: I don't know exactly how advanced they are. Something must dial it up to positive pressure, but that pressure must have to have constantly been released out the hull. You'd be going through your
0: reserve tanks like nobody's business. Yeah. If you read a lot of sci-fi, then spacesuits in the future are able to isolate limbs and whatnot. Mm-hmm, which is problematic, because you're going to lose that limb when you get back inside, because it's in vacuum. Yeah, you can only, you've still got a limited time frame where you've got to get inside. Yeah.
4: I'm transferring
0: the program to you now. I mean, self-sealing foam that can be injected into sections of the suit.
3: You know, the easiest thing to do if they really did fall out of hyperspace early is to fly back over the path between M12578 and Atlantis.
4: Well, that would take over a
2: million years. That's why we have hyperspace. We
0: could use the <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bill and it's so much easier when they've got gravity yep (laughs) it makes filming and everything so much easier we'll make
1: sure we get that system online first
0: especially going to the loo gravity helps as well and writing he's got the pen (laughs) the old story let's spend $100,000 developing a pen that works in
1: anti-gravity whereas let's use a pencil yes apparently that's, uh, that's defunct though because graphite dust is extremely flammable Let's not ruin a bloody good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just heard that the other day.
0: May not be true, but the the intent behind it is probably true.
1: Oh, yeah, great story to hear. Great
2: job, Raddick. Call the jumper.
0: It looks like you still need the steady hand. And there we go. Well done, There. Uh, done. It's good that the electronics of the ancients works in absolute zero. Yeah. Or maybe whatever heat is being generated. I wonder, I would have thought that their system generated heat.
2: So think can just finish repairs. Yes, I know, but
3: we've just dropped below the line. We don't have enough power.
0: Poor Ronan. Let him out. Let him go to his quarters
1: hmm.
0: or some rest—you know, restroom within the main
1: tower. I love before how have given him the call to enter hyperspace, while i are still outside. <laughs>
2: so it's true finally fixed the hyperdrive now we don't have enough juice to go anywhere only got 28 hours before the shields fail oh so what's the plan i don't know i gotta find mckay he's in there
1: mm. we can't wait sorry we're, we're gonna hang on <laughs> we're gonna hang on yeah you're inside the the field that it generates you'll be okay great view from there then again another hole to go down wouldn't that field only encompass what's in the shield
4: <laughs> her heart was weak her nervous system was fried what did you do
1: oh here we go I honestly don't know which
0: side to take here. Hmm. They're both right. I mean, John is willing to sacrifice Elizabeth because of the threat of the Reptilian nanites, and Rodden is not willing.
1: Well, that's it. They've only been able to, yeah, they've only been able to get away from them just once because of what they've been able to do. But if they know where they've gone or all that, they've got to try and come up with another plan to gaze them again. That won't work this time. Ooh. Shut it down.
0: It might be a good idea for the Doctor to actually intervene with a medical opinion.
4: You think she'd want yes, this? Yes, she would. She sure as hell do do the same for you. Well, then you obviously didn't know her very well. Oh, maybe not, but you know what? Give it some time, you can ask her herself. No! It's too dangerous. Shut it down.
0: <laughs> no, no, John, don't get your gun.
4: No, no, I'm not going to.
0: Well, what's that phrase? If looks could kill, Rodney'd be dead with a lemon stuck in his mouth.
2: Myers, bring an EMP generator to
4: the OR. Oh, you please just listen to me. Dr Keller!
0: That's it. Delay the reveal. Delay the reveal. And John gets his gun out. Hey-o. John. Oh, hair? And the they're giving her hair back. How oh god, they're great nanite. <laughs> all stuff they had to do. Yeah, her own inbuilt code says, must have hair. The same as before, the same as before. And they had to film the scene from the waist up. They didn't want to make it obvious they were using the old SG1 suits, which are not airtight. Ah, oh. <laughs> You know, those red suits that you see Jack wearing all the time. Yep, hazmat. With just the hood on.
4: Okay, this is stupid. What is? Us fighting. Look, I know you're not happy with me, and you and you may have some cause, but anyway, it's not going to matter much if we don't figure a way out of this, right?
0: Look at Ronan just walking off in the background. Blimey.
4: So, so, I'm, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm recording this.
4: Yep. Apology accepted. Oh, someone should talk to her. Yeah, well,
0: Taylor's in there, and there, there goes Ronan in the background.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, just walk, walking off set.
0: <laughs> I don't know if anybody decided that was you know an action to take, or it's like Ronan, I've had enough of this, I'm going, or or not. Well, he's got the little drip trolley, just probably having fun just towing it around.
3: And what happens if the nanites are able to contact the other replicators? Rodney does not believe that is possible.
0: I listened to a podcast a while back where we were interviewing Tori and I wouldn't say she was being diplomatic, but she was very forthcoming about the fact that it wasn't a sacking, and if she didn't quit, it was a mutually course of action that she'd leave the show. Yep. I think she pointed out herself that actors there are spending four or five days for each episode on set and she were coming in for half a day or
1: a day and she was lead female actress. I know Gatewell interviewed her a couple of times. I think it was one of the audio books that I reviewed. It had an actual interview at the end of it, asking her about the whole situation. Yeah, same again. She was, yeah, very diplomatic about it.
0: Well, I don't think she'd have come back if it had been
1: any animosity between anybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, I won't spoil that.
0: For this episode, this was filmed three months, four months after the finale. Yep. I mean, they made a point of telling everybody, you know, don't get your hair cut, don't get tans, because you're going to have to look identical to what you did three months ago.
2: That's here? Oh, the reason why we cannot use the power we have left to execute the short jump into hyperspace is that the city will not let us. It's a safety protocol, but I might be able to bypass it. And what does that give us? Not much. Well, we wouldn't be able to get to the Apollo and we wouldn't be able to get to the nearest Stargate, but
4: we might be able to find a habitable planet within the range.
0: They really need to find a planet with a Stargate.
4: He's conveniently leaving out the reason why those safety protocols in place in the first place.
2: Yes, Well, with insufficient power, there is a chance that the city could be ripped apart as we try to enter the hyperspace window. What kind of chance? 50-50. Hell no! Well, I gotta tell you, Raddick, I'm not loving that idea.
0: Oh, Rodney, stop clicking your fingers. Experimental jumper.
4: Remember when I was zapped by that machine a few months ago and I got, uh, even smarter than I normally am?
0: Yes, we remembered. And you nearly died. Donuts were involved.
4: ...very close to giving one of our puddle jumpers a hyperdrive. Can you finish it? Yeah. I guess I probably
0: can <laughs> no you can't Rod you, you've admitted that
1: understand the science
0: he just looked at it and started crying the wonders of the universe opening up to him and he just couldn't understand the language what do you think like
2: two yeah two and change maybe conservatively maybe two thousand light years
0: two thousand light years what's that between friends
1: well here's one if that pedal jumper's got enough power in it to uh, do a hyperspice jump how about you just plug it into the <laughs> tow it mm. it'll work sure
2: why not well drives never been tested. Yeah, We'd be lucky like if we get two jumps. We'll make a return trip somewhere.
1: This is a
0: fantastic idea. Yep. Martin Guerrero said it himself, he loves heist movies. This is where his heist movie comes in. Yep.
4: Come back, we get Atlantis fully powered. Yeah, that'd be great. M seven R two two seven. What's that?
0: But one thing I didn't like about this, I cannot imagine that John wouldn't recognise that gate address. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that long ago and it was a big deal.
1: And they just attacked you.
0: That- yeah.
4: That would be the replicator homeworld. You feel up to a heist?
0: He would have written a report with that gate address in. It made John look a little silly. It worked because it gave you the suspense for the audience. But it didn't really suit John's character. Especially after he's come off so forceful.
1: Yeah, let's do part two.
0: But (laughs) I'm not going to knock it because that's a pretty decent episode to kick off the fourth season. It is. Because they've got a lot of balls in the air to juggle.
1: Yep. Yeah, we didn't get everything back in place by the end of it i want to watch the second one now
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is only part two of really a three-part series of episodes which span the two seasons yeah they do tend to think big while i was looking for some season three artwork came across what looked like a dvd cover of these three episodes being released as a a single box set okay i don't know if that was an official release or it was just somebody doing an actual cover for for your own printing needs
1: There's a fan edit of the Redemption two-parter, or that and Fred's as well, I think, too. My box set, it's only got those, because I think Fred's was the extended version, so it's only got those three episodes on the one DVD, so yeah, might have been a situation like that.
0: It's a nice idea, though. I know Star Trek do a lot of the two-parters and then release them as a standalone.
1: Well, some of those ones are actually releasing in theatres, weren't they? Yeah, they were, Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Which is pretty good. TNG is not my favourite series, but some of the episodes are. Yeah. I mean, The Best of Both Worlds, I bought that as a standalone release on Blu ray. Yep. Wasn't going to buy the whole series, but (laughs) I love that episode.
1: Yeah, we won't worry about the episodes, either side of it. We'll just worry about that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. That was a drift, a little bit of trivia. Martin Gero, who wrote the episode, he wrote two episodes of SG1, 26 of Atlantis, and a single episode of Universe. He's also written for the home show, LA Complex. Bought to death, and as an episode of Dark Matter, which uh, premieres in a couple of weeks, which means that it'll be uh, premiering, premiering, <laughs> which will be, which means it'll already been aired as you listen to this episode. Martin Wood, the director, he directed 47 episodes of SG1, 29 of Atlantis, didn't direct any of Universe. He went on to Sanctuary. He directed the seven episodes of the mini-series plus the 27 episodes proper. Also directed Cedar Cove, Primeval, New World, Jeremiah. And I've directed episodes of the sci-fi show Olympus, which I uh, haven't watched yet. But I probably will, because it's Greek gods, and, well, I like Hercules and Xena. Yeah. So you can't really go wrong.
1: Yep. That was a great start to the season. To uh, check out the episode guide, but this might be one of the favourites. Already? Yeah. (laughs) Like First Strike last time, and um, like Taylor Rodney in season two, it just... If I go back to the DVD collection, they're normally the first ones that get pulled out. Yeah. Or... um, the Pegasus projected because of the sort of big scale, then you actually got to watch more than just having it on in the background. The time you put it on, you enjoy the episode even more. So that's
0: probably the best definition of favourite episode. When you go to the box set, and you always go for one particular disc with one particular episode on. Yeah. When you don't have to think about it.
1: Yeah, well, and like yourself, probably window of opportunities. Probably if it was a VCR, it'd, it'd be <laughs> demagnetised by now. Whatever they do when they <laughs> overwatched.
0: <laughs> Funnily enough, if you get. Round to watching that Kung Fury, which is that link I sent you. Yep. That actually has some uh, video tracking effects <laughs> in it. Don't worry about it. They're meant to be there.
1: Yeah, that's like uh, Angry Birds. They've done a Transformers game for the iPad. And same thing with that, they've sort of based it off the 80s cartoons, yeah. so there's a lot of tracking error, <laughs> snowballs, and all that sort of thing. And you're thinking, what's wrong? My iPad's glitching, but no, it's meant to be there.
0: You tried to tell some of the kids today where you'd go to a store and there'd be a big sign saying, thank you for rewinding
1: the tape.
2: Yeah. All that had
1: the special rewind machines in the stores. Changed in the last couple of decades.
2: Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah. You? What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind.
0: Okay, we've got a little convention news. Dragon Con, which takes place September 4th through to the 7th in Atlanta, have announced a number of Stargate guests, including Aaron Abrams, Gary Chalk, Gary Jones, Paul McGillian, John Noble and Terrell Roffery. The full guest list will knock your socks off. There is someone for everyone. Oz Comic Con has a number of events this year. June the 27th and 28th they are at Melbourne. September the 19th and 20th in Brisbane. And on the 26th and 27th they are in Sydney. Richard Dean Anderson will be attending the Brisbane and Sydney events. Joe Flanagan is scheduled just for Melbourne, along with Jason Momoa, Jewel State and David Nichol. Amanda Tapping will be appearing at the Brisbane and Sydney conventions. Connor Trenier will be at the Creation Official Star Trek convention in Rosemont, June the 12th to the 14th along with Paul Meany, John Billingsley, René Aubejumois, Armin Schmemann, Nicole DeBoer, Robert Picardo, and Marina Sirtis. Las Vegas will be hosting the second Creation Trek convention, August the 6th through 9th, and it will also feature Connor, Marina, Armin, Robert, Nicole, along with Saul Rubinek. Finally, the UK convention GateCon, which takes place in Brentford Lock, the weekend of November the 12th through the 15th, has Ben Browder, along with Cliff Simon, Colin Cunningham, Suan Braun. And Eric Avari. Stargate related birthdays for the upcoming week, and we'll begin with many happy returns of the day on the 14th of June to the delectable Pascal Hunton, who played Trebelle, the first officer of the Atlantean warship Aurora, in the episode of the same name. She also guest starred on Sanctuary, Once Upon a Time, Fringe, and starred in Arctic Air. On the 16th, it's the birthday of Ian Buchanan, who was wonderful as a human form replicator first in the SG 1 episode Unnatural Selection. The 16th also has the birthday of Enid Ray Adams, who guest starred as Jones in the SG-1 episode Prometheus. Finally, on the 19th of June, Chell Horsdal will be celebrating her birth. She appeared on five episodes of SG-1 as Lieutenant Womack, a single episode of Atlantis as Erin in Tracker, and she appeared on one of the Stargate Universe Kino episodes, Variety, as Inman. I've also recently watched her in the US version of The Returned. We'd love to hear from you, so don't be shy. Leave us some feedback over on our Facebook or Google Plus portals and feel free to follow and tweet us at TheGateCast, which is the one word. You can also get in touch with us via the contact form on our website which is gatecast.co.uk or via email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com We are also carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all these links on our website which includes the independent RSS feed that carries every episode we have released and can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher. We also have some open episodes in the Atlanta's fourth season schedule, so if you want to join us over Skype and record a show with us, then please get in touch. We've had some new guests this last year, which has been great. We'd also love a few more reviews and ratings on iTunes and Stitcher, if you use those platforms, of course, but ultimately it's enough that you take the time to listen. Right, let's wrap the show up. Come Okay, then, folks, that was the season premiere adrift. Next week, it'll be Lifeline. On the
1: next Stargate Atlantis. You feel up to a heist? In a desperate plan to save Atlantis.
2: Infiltrating the city, stealing the ZPM and getting out. Well, I, I think that's a little dicey.
1: The crew head straight into a replicator stronghold.
3: You have to get them out of there now. The replicators have breached the field.
1: And risk losing Dr. Weir forever. Go! You will not leave this city alive.
3: Maybe not. But my team will.
1: On the next Stargate
0: Atlantis. Yes, folks, it's Atlantis all the way now. (laughs) Let's see. Brad, thank you very much for joining me, as always. Uh, My pleasure. Excellent. I'm sure you'll be returning again later in the season. I'm pretty sure I'll be up for an episode shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Hope you join us next week for Lifeline. Until then, I've been Mike. And I've been Brad. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.